Welcome to Joy Story. Well, I feel like I should have joined in. No, the unison thing, that's a dead meme. Welcome to Joy Story. No, you've had welcomes from both of us. What more you do you want? very welcome from me. Mm, yeah, you're not that welcome yeah, to me. Kind of welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you in and make it, let you have a cup of tea, but you're not staying the night. Yeah, no, there's a, t- yeah, there's a, there's a time limit. Yeah. Like, get out at some point. It's a bit much, guys, actually. You listen <laughs> into mine and Dan's conversations like this every month. Feels pretty rude. Yeah. It's nosy. Like, who do you think you are, listeners? Who do you think you are? It's a good Spice Girl song. It's also a good uh, Alan Partridge quote. Yeah, that's who, true. Who do you think you are? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Alan Partridge and Spice Girls meet, that's good. It's good How for me, did that anyway. never happen in the 90s? Yeah. That's a shame. There's every chance it could happen. He's kind of back... They're kind of back in they some They come and ways. go, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Well, something to look forward to. And we'll he always special... like, Spice World. Like he did yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a special episode of the podcast if and when that happens. I'd love it. I should we'll just start, start We'll start a new podcast, an Alan Partridge slash Spice Girls. It's a very fan niche, <laughs> niche market. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I'm trying I, to do is to shrink our audience as much as I can. Um. I would like to do, no, I was going to say I'd like to do a Spice Girls podcast, um, but I just like anything with Spice Girls in my life makes me very happy. So You would be so good at a Spice Girls podcast. It would be fucking brilliant. I, I yeah, listen man. to some, you know, there are a few out there and I listen to them and they, a lot of, I mean, they're very good. I enjoy them, but they claim to be such good, big fans and then they, they often make mistakes in what they say. And I'm always like, ah, oh, I know you that. You need to do this. You need to do, that. although I guess because the Spice Girls are, uh, well, ex- accepting um, if they make a return, mm. but they're kind of, the, the Spice Girls have been and have ended. Yeah. So you presumably run out of material at some point, right? You'd run out yeah, of things like, to talk well, about. Well, their output finished a long, long time ago. Any like yeah. reunion stuff is always just like touring and stuff now or yeah. like, merchandise, which I buy. Yeah, um, but like in terms of yeah, output, there's like two or three albums and done, like boom, gone. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, but... But it's funny on these other podcasts, they'll be like, oh, and there was no B-side on this CD2 single. And I'm like, yes, there was. And it was this. And it was three minutes, 32 seconds. And like, I, my knowledge about that stuff is um, pretty entrenched. Yeah. Second to none. Mm-hmm. I think you should do it. I I'm suspect I know idea. more than the Spice Girls do about their own material, to be honest. That would not surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because I, I just think they'd probably like move on from it and do that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't move on from it. Yeah. <laughs> Very much in it. No, no. And you never will. And that's why we love you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, so uh, this is our one year anniversary of Joy it Story. Happy, happy birthday, Joy Story. Happy, oh yeah, happy birthday. Not ha- happy anniversary, happy birthday. But they both work. They're both, both uh, applicable. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Joy Story. Happy anniversary to us. I'll go with that. Is that okay? Does your husband listen to this? Will he be okay with that? Do you know I don't even know if he listens to this. Hmm. Isn't that interesting that I don't know that? That is interesting. Curious. Well, don't, don't get him started now, right, after I've started talking about our one-year anniversary. Yeah. We, my husband and I just had our 22nd anniversary. 
Oh, I can't compete with that. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Greg wins. <laughs> 22 years together. Wow, congratulations. Thanks. So you Thanks. guys must have got married, like, well, uh, well, no, it's 22 years together, right? It's yeah, so that right. was our fifth wedding anniversary in September. Okay, okay. But together for 22 years. Wow, wow, wow. That's we awesome. Couldn't have, we couldn't have got married 22 years ago. It would have been not no. legal. It, my brain got slightly fried then. I was thinking, you must have got married just as the law came in. And I was thinking, no, the law only just came in, like, within the past, what, like six, seven years or something? Yeah, decade. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, so we couldn't have got married 22 years ago. That would have been mightily not lawful. Well, it gives me great joy um, to know you and to celebrate 22 years of you and Greg together, even though I don't know Greg. But I feel like I know him a little bit through you, and you guys are awesome. Well, you said to me like recently, like it was the first time you'd seen his face. I'd sent like a picture through, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it yeah. my profile picture on what? Something like that. Yeah, there was like something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was surprised at how handsome he was. <laughs> Charming. No offense. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you are batting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll return the compliment. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> we are two um, banging hosts for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wait, did you think I said banging? I don't know what you said. I said batting. Batting, yeah, batting. You know, like batting above your average. That's a thing people say when they're going oh, out right. someone who's hotter okay. than them. Okay, no offense then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be a light-hearted insult, but you took it as a serious compliment. I did, and now I'm like completely demoralized. Yeah, but I had to put the record straight because the audience would be listening and thinking I was gaslighting you if I didn't. Yeah, I think they might have heard what I heard though. Maybe too well, too batting. I'd like to make it clear that I that was a joke, and you and Greg are both banging, in, in the sense of both being very good looking and presumably Thanks, banging each other. Thanks, Tim. This is a very comfortable, yeah. comfortable place. To I think do. it's a good place to wrap up. <laughs> Better hit the hay. <laughs> so, one year of joy story. One year of joy story. Thank you for bringing us back on track. So exciting. That's a good thing to celebrate. But also there's some, um, is it, is it sad news? Maybe not sad news, but I think there's a, there's a mix of emotions. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a sadness, but like a, a good reason for the sadness. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've been chatting a lot, haven't we? And chatting about, why we started the podcast, how we started the podcast and where we're at now as people in our lives. And we were thinking about whether we should continue this or not. Mm. And So I think we've just kind of uh, come to the place of thinking, let's just put it, put a little pause on it for now. It's yeah. not to say that it's necessarily the end of Joy Story forever. Um, yeah. It might be the end of Joy Story be. forever uh but it might not be but i think what what happened was we in the last episode we talked about you know next episode is our you know one year special what are we going to do for it should we meet up and do it in person and that kind of stuff and then the time to record to get it out because we normally try to put these out on the first monday of the month yeah. and you will notice this isn't coming out well it might come out on the first monday in august actually but it certainly didn't come out on the first monday in july as planned yeah, um, because we well, just 
didn't get around to organizing it really there wasn't any kind of real reason for it it was just we're both busy and had other things going on it just didn't work out it didn't work out yeah yeah but to me that was kind of a sign of kind of like maybe that's a sign that it's it's time to put a little pause on it rather than kind of making ourselves slaves to deadlines that we've imposed on ourselves when we're both busy have other stuff going on um both have different uh sources of stress and pressure in our lives and also different sources of joy and pleasure in our lives um, that are taking priority over the podcast at the moment. So we kind yeah. of thought maybe, yeah, we shouldn't beat ourselves up too much. Um, I just really zoomed out for about 30 seconds there. Um, just what I, think, I said was really good. It was, it was essential. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just have to take my word for it. I'll, I'll just assume you're not insulting me again. No, no, um, no, no. I was uh, being very complimentary. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we just couldn't get, couldn't get around to the point. And I think like, yeah, when we say the reason we started doing this was like we'd worked together and started getting on pretty well and mm. had some like some stuff in common and it felt like uh, a good reason to stay in touch and to have regular conversations. Yeah. A podcast would, would fulfill that. And, yeah. you know, would get us to meet every month and talk about some stuff that we have in common or agree about, or don't disagree about sometimes. And, uh, for that as a kind of function, I think it's served its function. Yeah. Um, and I think we've got to know each other and, you know, the conversations we have outside of here. And I feel confident that, if we're not continuing the podcast, at least for now, that we will stay in touch and we will have catch-ups. And actually, when we've caught up more recently, I think, you know, prior to the last month, every time we've caught up, other than like WhatsApp chats and stuff, it's always been for podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when we recently caught up and didn't record it, it felt so much, I don't know what it felt so much more. Just um, I just enjoyed it more. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah, and we just had quite a big catch up before we hit and record today, and I really enjoyed that. And just yeah, kind of just being with you and not having any specific topic, focus, or record. You know, just it was just so to that end, it's it served its its yeah. Purpose, I think because I think like when I left that job that you and I were both in, mm-hmm. um, there were loads of people who I said, "Oh, we'll definitely keep in touch. You know, it'd be great. We'll we'll stay friends." and I, I basically, you know, with a few, literally like one or two exceptions, I don't think I've really kept in touch with anyone yeah. um, apart from you. And it's because of the podcast that I, I, I suspect, who knows, but I suspect if there's an alternate universe out there where we didn't do the podcast, we probably wouldn't have kept in touch. Um, yeah. But now having done the podcast for this past year, I feel like, you know, you're, you're one of my best friends, you know, you're one of the people who I'm closest to now in life because of this podcast. And I have no concerns that the podcast ending means that we'll lose touch. Um, so for just selfishly, yeah, the podcast has completely served its purpose. I've got a really good friend out of it and I don't want to be a slave to a deadline anymore because of it. Cause the friend part I'll keep. So I get to keep the good bit and not stress myself out over it. Um, you made me very happy with what you just said. Um, I feel very smiley now. Um, that was really lovely. Nice. I, I completely agree, man. Like I, like how we've gotten to know each other and yeah, I'm like 
utterly confident we will be staying in touch and likewise like you are absolutely one of my best friends and um yeah i really love you man and i think it's just such a lovely thing that we've i don't know built together and um yeah i really value you and um yeah can't wait to for our friendship to be our friendship without yeah the constraints and of of a podcast recording yeah yeah and yeah um yeah i think so it feels like a a good time to to wrap this chapter of joy story up yeah i think so and we were so before we hit record we were just catching up and we were both sharing different things that are going on in our lives at the moment that we're finding quite difficult Mm -hmm. um with each other and what i have started to learn in the past few years and it sounds really obvious to say it but i've only just kind of started to really appreciate it is how having friends to talk to whether it's about the heavy stuff or even just to hang out with um makes the hard the difficult stuff so much more palatable and bearable and i was listening a little while ago and i i've I've spent quite a long time trying to find this back because I can't quite remember who said it or in what context. It was a podcast or a YouTube video or something like that. And it was an interview. And the interviewer asked the guest, do you feel optimistic about where we are as a society? And the guest said, yeah, I'm optimistic. I'm pretty optimistic. Um, Like, don't get me wrong. The world is fucked. Like there's so much horrible stuff going on and it feels like we're moving in the wrong direction in lots of ways. Mm. But as long as I can hang out with my bros and have a good time with those guys, as long as nothing's stopping me from doing that, then I'll stay optimistic. And I was like, that is, that's such a cool philosophy because whatever, um, personal emotional business is going through my head and heart, whatever is happening with, you know, climate change and Russia and COVID. And, you know, now we're entering a drought and, you know, you look at the headlines and it feels like the world is coming to an end. Just that philosophy of like, actually I can just hang out with Dan for a while and then everything will be cool. You know, I can just hang out with Lenny, with Anne, with Meg, you know, with, with my friends, you know, whoever they are, I'll just hang out with them for a little, little while. And all the other stuff doesn't really matter. I mean, it does. But I'll be okay because I can do that. You know, I'm optimistic because I can do that. So we'll keep on doing that. And that's, for me, the whole point of Joy Story is that that's where the joy comes. You know, like it's not, yeah, it's not fixing everything because you'll drive yourself insane trying to fix everything. But it's just in the fact that you can, you know, have a fire in the fire pit in your garden with a few friends around and toast some marshmallows. And that's probably the most important thing you can do. I don't think Norma wants us to have a fire pit in the garden. Mm, okay, well, you can come hang out in my garden and use my fire pit. Thank you. Norma, That's what it's all not about. invited. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I agree. I love that philosophy, though. Um, and that, yeah, I'm optimistic. But, like, yeah, as long as I can do this stuff, I, it's it's kind of all good, really. Yeah. And, when you're saying we've both got stuff that's going on for us individually that we're finding tricky at the moment. Um, I don't know about you, but like I have to have optimism with that stuff. Um, with this, yeah. with this, like whatever mental health, emotional health, tricky stuff, I have to have optimism with it. Cause like, otherwise where do you end up? Yeah. Um, 
and I, I genuinely actually am optimistic with it. Um, like I could share it all again here, but I'm not going to because I don't really feel like I need to or want to particularly. Yeah. But um, yeah, in the middle of some tricky stuff, um, um, I kind of know it will be all right. Um, yeah, might not be excellent, but it will be all right. Yeah. Um, uh, but even the thing of like. You know, if it's not all right, you will still have Greg, you'll still have me, you'll still have your friends. And even in the lack of all rightness, there will be moments of pure, unadulterated joy. And I think that's the like, that's the best thing you can hope. Like, some things will be all right. And some things won't be all right. But as long as you've got that, that connection with your well, friends and the people who you love. Just in this conversation alone, since we've started, so we've only been recording like 15 minutes and two things that we've already talked about have already given me like moments of joy in this last 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. one was talking about the Spice Girls because it always brings me joy and yeah. it just always will, I think. But then like just hearing you talk about our friendship and stuff like that's that just brought me joy hearing you say that. So like, yeah, in difficult times moments there will still be those like those moments of joy and and bigger yeah. moments of joy and like um, circumstantial moments of joy and whatever like the, the, so there always is that and I think we were touching on that in our very first episode I think is that like, this isn't a well we're not trying to be some like twee everything's happy and joyful no but no. there are moments of joy in in all the difficulties and um yeah, all the shit that gets thrown at you and that you find yeah. yourself wading through, there there's still be a, a moment of joy in there. And actually the the twee everything is great, you know, look on the bright side of life type stuff. It is almost oppressive, actually. It's the mm. it's it's not it doesn't feel joyful or free at all because it's so um divorced from reality. Um and so a, a while ago, uh, I'm trying to think how I can share this anecdote on a public forum. Well, let's say I had an encounter with a person who was really, really extremely depressed. Yeah. And that person shared in a public forum a thing that she'd written about reasons to be cheerful, things to be grateful for, and that kind of stuff. Right. And that's a good thing to do having a gratitude journal. That's, you know, that's absolutely a good thing to do. But what emerged in time and in conversation was that her gratitude, you know, the, the list of things that she was grateful for were a way of her trying to deny the fact that she felt shit. Right. So it was, it was running away from the reality, which was, I need help. You know, I need someone to talk to. It was kind of, it was, it was doing the, like the, the Instagram philosophy thing of kind of like, Hey, good vibes only. (laughs) Everything's fine. You know, don't worry. Um, which is so toxic and so oppressive. And we've talked about it so many times on the podcast before that there is joy and there is freedom in, as I have done with you and you've done with me several times over the past year, picking up the phone and going, I can't take this man. This is too much. This is too much. This really fucking sucks. And there's a liberation in saying like everything's terrible, but there's also I've been while we've been talking, I've been looking it up. What, so I'm not on Twitter, as you know. I had a failed experiment with Twitter where it just yeah. made me sad. <laughs> but yeah. when I was on Twitter, one of my favorite tweets, and every now and again I Google it just to read it to myself again because it makes me so happy. 
this is a guy called Johnny Sun who used to pr- he used to have this like persona on Twitter that he was an alien, but he's he's dropped that now. He's just being himself. But at the time when he was pretending to be an alien, he had this tweet that said, "Look, life is bad. Everyone's sad. We're all gonna die." but I already bought this inflatable bouncy castle. So are you going to take your shoes off or what? <laughs> and this, I just think it's, it's perfect. Cause it says yeah. it all like, yeah, things are shit and you're sad and things are really difficult and that's okay. That's true. But also look, we've got this bouncy castle. So you're going to get on yeah. or, or what are you going to do? Um, yeah. And are I, you gonna I, pop yeah. It? Are you going to pop my bouncy castle? Well, no, don't pop it. Just have fun on it. <laughs> Well, no, that's what I mean. Like, what's the alternative? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you can sit yeah. in your room with the curtains drawn while we all have fun on the bouncy castle if you want. But yeah. well, that's what I mean. They're like, oh, if you come and pop it, you're just gonna what fuck everything up for everyone else. Yeah, um, like yeah. just come and like join in. It's all right. Yeah, to be in an uncomfortable, unpleasant place, you can come and have a, a bounce around there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, and That'll of course, nice. like you don't want to, you know, th- there's a risk that that becomes an Instagram psychology thing where it's like, mm. Hey, come on, just have a bounce. Um, and obviously we know the reality and we've both experienced days like this where the reality is I can't do it. I can't bounce on the count bouncy castle. I'm not happy enough yeah. to do that. And that's okay. Those days will happen. Um, but they're not forever. Well, um, and for all, all of our, um, hundreds of American listeners, that's a, a bounce house. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 A bouncy castle. Um, I what was I going to say? Yeah, no, Sorry. Right. yeah, yeah. No, you're quite right. You're quite right. I had it. So I've got um, a friend who uh, has recently become friends with a group of much younger people, and they have parties and water fights and stuff like that. And there's been a few times recently where I've got home from work and I'm knackered and like just maybe slightly miserable and focusing on all the negative and that kind of stuff. And my friend has posted something on Instagram or whatever about a water fight or a barbecue or something like that. And I've kind of half-heartedly kind of commented and gone like, oh, that looks like a fun way to spend an evening. And my friend's called my bluff by saying, come join us. And every time there's almost like a little conflict in me, which is like, life is bad. Everyone's sad. We're all going to die. But then there's the like, but we've got this bouncy castle. So you're going to take your shoes off or what? Yeah. And I got it. I mean, so far, I have never regretted saying yes to going out and hanging out with people and doing something fun, even when I felt pretty miserable. Um, but even if you regret it, Tim, you can leave. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you, that is not, you, it's taking that pressure off yourself, though, isn't it? Like if you go and do yeah. something, you, you can go. Yeah, you can you can vote with your feet. Yeah. Onto the bouncy castle, or just back home. Yeah, I went th- yesterday. I um, met up with the same friend, Steph, uh, for a coffee, and she was telling me that she's going to a birthday party later on that day for one of these her, her friends who who I've met once. And I was like, okay, cool, that'd be fun. So she was telling me all about she's made cake and Jello shots and whatever, and the party is themed. It's a shit shirt party, so you got to show up with like the shittest shirt that you own or whatever. And I was like, oh, that sounds really fun. And I was kind of feeling a little bit like stupid, you know, I'm on call at work. I've got to just kind of mooch about at home all day and feeling a little bit at a loose end. Um, and in the evening, my friend Steph texted me to say the girl whose birthday it is, is asking why you're not here. Um, so come along, come join us. And again, it was kind of like I was halfway through my dinner and I was like, 
and do I do I want to do that? And so I found the shittest shirt that I could find, wrapped up a little. I looked around my house for something I could give as a birthday present and found some Mao Wham. So wrapped up some Mao Wham <laughs> sweets um, and drove there. And it's on the cricket ground. And I had to walk through a crowd of sporty people who mm. had just done like a cricket match wearing the shittest shirt that I could find and feeling very, very self-conscious. But again, ended up having a brilliant evening, having a really, really fun time. And just that philosophy of like, just, yeah, look, you can sit at home and feel miserable. That's fine. But but here's an opportunity to do something fun. Why don't you just say yes to that? More importantly, what's your shirt? Well, this is a point of contention because they were all wearing really like obnoxious Hawaiian shirts. And I was wearing a shirt which just was not particularly garish but didn't it doesn't fit me very well it's really super baggy um some of the buttons are missing so like it you know if i lift my arms up it exposes my belly because like the buttons at the bottom are missing and that kind of stuff and when i showed up everyone was like tim that's actually a really nice shirt and i was going no it's not it's like your shirts are trying to be shit mine's even worse because it's trying to be normal and it's ended up being shit that's even worse so it was a real like we we had a bit of a yeah, it's very subjective. I, I love Hawaiian shirts. So do I. I thought everybody else looked really good. Yeah, I wear Hawaiian shirts most days, like at work, especially at the moment, like some or some form of. I them. mean, I'm wearing a sort like, of yeah, so I wear shirt like, right now. Yeah, 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 they're great. So, I'm trying to think what I would grab if if I had to grab like a shit shirt. Um, I don't know. Well. Like I say, I stand by the fact that I had the shittest shirt there, but yeah. everyone else disagreed. I've got a real headache. Have you? Yeah, I know that's not probably like great podcasting. Yeah, I was going to say it's really, really killed the mood of the podcast. It's really killed the buzz. I've got a real <laughs> bad headache. Um, um, well, I think we've said everything deep and meaningful that we need to say, haven't we? I think that was my way out. It was it your way out? Do you think it was? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you. It's, um, being treat- it's being treated as such. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, would you want to, should we, should we share a quick joy story each to, to like tap out? Yes. That's a great idea. Um, so you should have like two months worth of, to pick from it for a joy story. Well, I can, I've got one ready to go right now. Okay. Um, so i have been on call this weekend for work Mm -hmm. at the hospital and i got a call on friday which uh was a non-urgent call so i said if it can wait until sunday i'll I'll go in on sunday um and i was called to see a patient who um is just very really struggling just really really sad um has lost a lot of hope um struggling with their condition and where they are in life and where they wanted to be in life and that kind of thing. Um, but they were such a beautiful person. I don't mean that in the sense of like being a, like physically attractive or whatever, but I mean, just in terms of the, their spirit was so beautiful mm-hmm. that my heart really, really went out to them. And I really felt like in our conversation, I connected with them. Um, and even though the subject matter of our conversation wasn't particularly joyful, I took great joy in having a real, very profound, honest conversation 
with a complete stranger who I was just really taken with and somebody who I saw great beauty and value and kindness and warmth in, even though they couldn't see it about themselves. Um, and I guess it comes back to, we've talked about it on the podcast before, how joy can come from practicing compassion. Mm. And in that moment, there was something about the connection um, that came from the practice of compassion that really energized me for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, that, that for me, that was a, a little joy that's story. Really that's a really lovely one. That's a very nice one to like tap out with, I think. Cool. Um, I love it when they come from things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine doesn't come from something like that. <laughs> Go on, what's yours? I'm trying to think, like, I mean, quite a lot, quite a few, I guess, because I was thinking the last couple of months, or last month especially, has been really difficult, and I felt very, I don't know, what have I felt, like, quite let down a lot, and uh, lonely some of the time, um, and... Uh, but then, like, the joy story I'm getting to is also quite a lonely thing, but I loved it. And it goes some way to saying that I do actually really enjoy my own company mm. and spending time, whether it's at my piano on my own or just, like, so I... But but I also, at a point in my life where I'm trying to connect a lot more as well. And uh, anyway, my joy story is um, uh, skydiving. Um, so I jumped out of a plane in June um, and I'm trying to think like how to capture what joy that brought me. But I mean, I say it was on my own. I was attached to somebody, but like not somebody I'm connected to or remember or, you know, it's, um, they were very friendly and nice. But if I like such a, a, a me experience uh, yeah, and, yeah. and I just remember the kind of build up to it and getting a little bit anxious, kind of flying up in this plane. And I went very quiet and internal on the, on the flight up. Cause I was like, I don't know what, you know what to expect. Yeah. Um, and how quickly it all just happened, kind of jumping out and uh, skydive. So it was like a 15,000 foot skydive, like the toilet in the, the highest in the UK. Um, and it was just so completely unexpected a feeling like I thought it would feel very much like falling and tumbling to the floor which is obviously what you are doing yeah but actually it felt like floating and not really moving although you could tell you were moving very fast because of the wind and stuff but like yeah. it felt like just floating in this moment in the sky and like being able to look around and then the parachute going up which was a moment of relief when the parachute opens and you're like yeah, oh that's sure works. yeah and, for that, that um, and then even more like floating but like in a more purposeful directional way you know like this is how this is the way we're going yeah um and it was just such a i was going to say exhilarating and that is not the right word because it did not feel exhilarating in the way that i thought it would but it felt very relaxing and um I, I want a word that is like thrilling and exhilarating but without the adrenaline necessarily but it was yeah. very exciting and I have found that as I've got older, doing like stuff that is traditionally seen as scary, it feels less scary than it used to do. Yeah. Um, so I've done a few things like that. Well, not like skydiving, but a few things recently where I, I would have been scared like a decade ago, five years ago, and I'm just like not really anymore. Mm. Um, in some ways, because I think I've faced some of the most difficult things I'm going to face, hopefully, yeah. anyway yeah. in my life. I don't know, like in perspective. But yeah, that moment. Uh, of skydiving which wasn't it was only a few minutes but it was just I, I felt so much joy in doing it 
And as soon as I got to the ground, I wanted to do it again. Right. And I have booked to do it again. You have? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. um, so I will be doing it again. And it was just, I just loved it. It was just amazing. Is um, bliss the word you're looking for? Maybe bliss is the word. And, and I think there was something about, and I know I was still physically attached to someone, but there's something about being like on my own in the sky, in the air. Yeah. Like not with my feet on the ground, just not with a screen in front of my face or having to worry about a person or a thing or a job or what. There was just, there was no real thinking going on. Yeah. So it was like an absence of worry apart yeah. from like, well, the parachute work, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. there was an absence of real world troubles, worries, difficulties. So maybe bless is the word. And it was quite euphoric. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and to be in a moment like that, free of, all of that stuff and just yeah. be in it so completely in it um yeah. was just incredible so that's mine that's really cool that's really cool there's like it's, it's there's something about the like the point of stillness isn't there we're mm. like normally our minds are so busy so active you know there's mm. so much going on that finding places whether that's fifteen thousand feet in the air falling <laughs> or you know just in the comfort of your own home listening to a, a headspace meditation, you know, whatever, but yeah. something to just quieten the mind down get to that still point, which is, which is blissful, yeah. can be blissful. Definitely. It's well, Yeah. And it's nice hearing you say that and reflecting on my own joy story in the, in the space I feel like I'm currently at the last few weeks feels very, yeah, like fizzy, busy minded. Yeah. And to remember this moment, actually, and there, there will be other moments like that. Um, yeah. It's actually quite helpful. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, um, cool. So I guess Tim, that that's, that's kind of it for now. Yeah. For now. For this, anyway, for this. Yeah. 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 We don't need to say goodbye to each other, but we do need to yeah. say goodbye for now to our audience. Um, and watch this space. See you dickheads. No, I mean, <laughs> I love you listeners. See you. I'm so grateful for you. Later um, nerds. <laughs> uh um maybe you'll hear us again um yeah but it's been it's been a blast it has and actually just a serious point i'm really grateful for i mean it's only ever been a small audience 50 or so people but 50 or so really engaged people who've sent emails and who've fed back and who've given us lovely some of the things we've read out on the show and some things we haven't so it's, it's been really great to kind of feel connected to I guess mostly people who you and I already know in real life. There's not many strangers in the midst there, but but just to hey, have we, you guys as part of the conversation. We had a couple of episodes that were pretty good, uh, pretty higher numbers than that. Oh yeah, you've but, kept track of it. I haven't really looked. Only only a couple of episodes, but yeah, okay. like mostly that's about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but I yeah, think it was an episode that we we both reflected on and thought, oh, that was a really good episode that did get the most listeners. Right. Right. Yeah, like healthy living or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That was anyway, good but yeah, no, I'm really grateful for it. Um, it's 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 been a nice place to come and like channel and focus some stuff, despite us not wanting to like carry it on at the moment. Like, yeah, um, it has been a, it's been a good space, and yeah, the the way people have engaged and the words, the very kind words that we've either yeah. read out or not, because people have messaged outside of here as well. And it's really been, kind. Yeah, it's been really like stupidly kind at times. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. It's a bit much. <laughs> I look forward to um, our friendship continuing um, yeah, beyond this, Tim. 100%. Same here. Yeah.
what are you going to go take for your headache now? What's your drug of choice? Um, mm. So I'm trying not to today. Um, okay. I've got a bit of tiger balm on my forehead at the moment. That's good. That's good stuff. That's Which good stuff. Quite nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. think probably just go and chill out for a bit. Sounds good. Yeah. Don't take Panadol. That's the worst one. It's just paracetamol, but it's the size of a car. Why do you need to make it so big? Um, <laughs> thank you, listeners. We love you. Keep in touch. And uh, maybe see you again here on a different platform. Maybe not. Um, okay, bye. Bye-bye.